the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Pastor John Allworth. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Houston. I can tell from my phone that the traffic is awful out there. I hope that y'all are being careful. You know, you'll just get there a few more minutes late. and Just uh, say a prayer. Slow down. Say a prayer. Hey, this is Recovery Radio Houston, and we're excited to be here. I missed you guys on Monday. I had a flat tire on the way to the station and uh, had to take care of that. So anyway, I'm glad to be back in the studio live with you, and uh, we're going to talk about recovery today because... Did you know that that recovery, the Bible, is a book about recovery? And that really everyone out there that can hear my voice is recovering from something. Jesus said we would always go through trials and tribulations on this earth. And, and you know, that's so true. Uh, this is a fallen world, and, and people always disappoint us. But there's somebody that will never disappoint you, and his name is Jesus Christ. And I, I pray right now that you have a relationship with him no matter where you are. And if you don't, that, that, that you're curious about who he is and what he can do for your lives. You know, the other thing is you may say, well, recovery, I, I think that's about drugs, alcohol, gambling, pornography, and, and that's certainly true. But it's about a much more than that. It's about depression, anxiety, getting over relationships, grieving, losing loved ones. Uh, you know, we're all recovering from something. So the purpose of this show is to try to tell people that there's hope and hopefully convince them in their hearts and their minds that there's hope. You know, one of the wonderful things about working in the recovery community is that I, I meet so many people that are doing kingdom work. You know, I'm, I'm um, on the board of directors of the, of the Open Door Mission, and that is just a wonderful, wonderful program that takes in homeless and addicted men. And, you know, those things all, all often go hand in hand. And as Tommy Thompson, the, who's, who runs the Open Door Mission, says, if your wife's kicked you out of the house and you're living in your car, then you're homeless. So it's not just people that are, are destitute. It's people that have, you know, for whatever reason, 
are not able to handle uh, what's going on in their lives right now. And so it's a wonderful program. It's an open door mission. And, uh, you know, Tom, they just do such wonderful work over there. And we've got a guy that we got in there that who part through this program that just graduated and is, is going to start a new life. And so uh, if you know somebody, because you may not be struggling yourself, but I bet you you know somebody that is. We almost all know somebody, a family member, a loved one, somebody at work. Um, you know, they're quote-unquote functioning alcoholics um, everywhere we look. And so if you wanted to get into the Open Door Mission, you can go to their website, Open Door mission.org or you can call for admission 832-962-4249 832-962-4249 okay today we're going to continue our talk about uh, a lot of people that are christians uh, believe very strongly as do i in faith-based recovery you know we think that the, the most important step is a relationship with jesus christ whatever you're recovering from whether it's depression anxiety alcohol drugs whatever jesus is the one that can free you. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? And so there's some uh, resistance sometimes to secular recovery, the secular recovery programs, and particularly the 12 steps. But it's my belief, and I believe this with all my heart, that the 12 steps, one, can help anybody, no matter what they're struggling with. Number two, that they're from God, that they are all biblically in origin. And, and I want to talk to you about the 12 steps. Last week, we went through the first three strip, steps, and we talked about how they were written in secular recovery, in AA and NA and all those kinds of things, and how we've rewritten them in our ministry, which is Break Every Chain Ministries of, of uh, out in Humble, Texas. And uh, we meet every Friday night at, at 7 o'clock. You're welcome to join us. But we've rewritten these in conjunction with our friends over at Cool Ministry, uh, uh, Pastor Boyd Harrell. And we've rewritten these to acknowledge Christ. And so there are 12 principles and there are 12 steps. The 12 principles are honesty, hope, faith, courage, integrity, willingness, humility, brotherly love, discipline, perseverance, and spiritual awareness. Those are out of the Bible. (laughs) Those are out of the Bible. So the 12 steps track those principles and so we went through the first three uh, the first three steps are that as we have rewritten them and to make them acknowledge christ and the power of christ i love the way we open the show there is power in the name of jesus if you truly open your heart and give your heart to jesus christ and you become a follower of christ and you do what he says and you love the lord your god with all your heart mind strength uh, and soul and and you love your neighbor as yourself then then your life changes and i don't care if it's if you're dealing with jealousy or envy or or anger or or whatever it is as i said we're all recovering from something but jesus christ has the keys to set you free you know there's been a pandemic in this country for as long as in this world for as long as men have probably been around and there's a vaccine and his name is jesus christ amen so you know, in John thirteen thirty five, the Bible tells us this. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. You know that that's the key to getting some people, people out of the bondage of addiction is showing them, first of all, loving them, loving the unlovable, making them understand that they, they're worthwhile, and then showing them the love of Jesus Christ. 
So those first three steps, let's go through them real quick. Step one, we admit instead that we're powerless like that does in the 12 steps. We we admit in, in AA, brother, we admit that without Christ as our Savior, we are powerless over our addictive or codependent behavior and our life has become unmanageable. Okay, see, so we've added, we admit that without Christ as our Savior. Step two, we came to believe that God, through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, can and will deliver us from the bondage of addiction and every plan, power, and work of the enemy. Step three, we made a decision to invite Jesus Christ into our lives. If you haven't done that, he's waiting for you. He wants you right now to invite yourself into his life, to invite him into your life and crown him the Lord of all. With no reservations, we accept God's forgiveness in the person of Jesus Christ and become born again. Okay, so let's move on. So step four in AA reads like this. It reads, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Okay, well, that's biblical, to take a look at ourselves. For example, Lamentations 340 says, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. Hey, let's look at step four from a little bit more Christian perspective. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves and asked the Lord to show us what needs to be confessed, repented of, and forsaken in Jesus' name. You know, this step four where we really examine ourselves in our lives because addiction is not just about deciding to drink. Uh, being depressed is not just about just waking up one day and said, I'm going to be depressed. It's about what's going on in your life, how you're thinking. We call it an addiction and recovery. We call it stinking thinking. It's that thinking that gets us into, you know, what we put into our bodies, including our thoughts and the words that we hear and what people say to us and the people around us, what we put in is what we get out or what, what develops. And so we've got to get to the root of this thinking. What is, what is it that we're thinking? Because God wants us to take every thought into captivity and turn it over to him. God wants us to listen to his voice. Jesus says, the sheep, my sheep know my voice, not the voice of the enemy. And, you know, in today's world, the, in, the voice of the enemy is around us everywhere. I mean, we're bombarded with it. Or to turn on your TV, drive down the street, billboards. You know, we glorify, you know, uh, adultery. We glorify getting drunk, bars. We glorify, the world glorifies all the things that really aren't good for us. We glorify, you know, eating to abundance. You know, we glorify all these things. We don't glorify the things of God enough. So we got to make a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. How do we get where we are at? What are our character defects? You know, even as, as, I, as I have been sober, I still have to take a look at myself, you know. Why am I getting angry at my wife? Because she calls me her toddler late at night. <laughs> I get cranky sometimes, you know. But, but you know, why, why, why are we feeling this? You know, so at the Open Door Mission, for example, they take a whole weekend. And so many things about the, that are affected by our, our personality and, and addictive behavior, they have roots in our childhood and childhood trauma. We're going to have a guest on in a couple of weeks that has a test called ACEs or, or works with a test. I, th- I don't know that she developed it, but and it, it's a test where you look at things that happened in your childhood and we can trace. And, and so this searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves is so important. That's why going through these steps, you say, well, why don't I just, you know, decide to quit one day and, and I'm never going to drink again. And, you know, uh, I stop. Well, um, 
you know, God can deliver you on the spot. I've seen it done. I've seen it with my, my father-in-law. He just, you know, prayed and God delivered him. But most of us have to work a little harder at it than that. And these steps are a Christian process through which we can be delivered. You know, it's kind of like one example I like to give is, is okay, let's say you go to church, you give your life to Christ, you hear a great sermon, you read a few scriptures. Okay, you're you're saved. You're a Christian. That's wonderful. But do you stop there? No, you keep reading his word. You keep praying to him. You keep going back to church. You keep fellowshipping with other believers. And recovery is the same way. You keep working at it. We have to work in our human condition. So, so we change step four by putting, having the Lord show us what needs to be confessed, repented of, and forsaken in Jesus' name, rather than just a fearless and moral inventory. Okay, so let's look at the scriptural basis for that. Acts chapter 3, verses 19 through 20. Now turn from your sins and turn to God so that you can be cleansed of your sins. Then wonderful times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will send Jesus, your Messiah, to you again. Amen. And like I said, let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Lamentations 340. You know, we all have thorns in our side, as did the Apostle Paul. To keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh. Second Corinthians twelve seven. Then Romans eight five, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So we have to examine ourselves. Where how are we living? What are we thinking? You know, what's going on with us? That's step four. So this process is biblical. So it is faith based. So, you know, people that look down on the 12 steps, they haven't taken a close enough look at it. And, you know, I, I go to a 12-step group where we talk about Jesus Christ. You've got to find the right group. Some of them frown on, frown on that. But you can also come to break every chain because we talk about Jesus. That's about all we talk about. Now, we, we believe in, in secular recovery, but we certainly believe in a supernatural, supercharged recovery that only comes through Christ. We believe in not just abstinence, stopping recovery. We believe in full restoration. We serve a God of restoration. He wants to fully restore us as he's done in my life. He's been so good to me. We don't just want to, to stop. We don't want to white knuckle it, as they say. We want to we want to get past that. We want to be delivered. We want to have the fullness, the abundant life that Jesus Christ wants for us. Okay, so step five. Okay, in AA, if you go there, they, here we go. AA even has God. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Okay, we just tinkered with that one a little bit. We admit to God, to ourselves, and to another Christian believer the exact nature of our wrongs. James 5.16 is just so on point here. Confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So, again, here, it's not, it's not that big of a leap to go from admitted to God to ourselves and to another human being. Admitted, we say we admit to God, to ourselves, and to another Christian believer. And that's what we do at Break Every Chain. You know what we do at Break Every Chain? It's at 901 Wilson Road. We'd love to have you. Um, it, it, You know, it's it's smaller now since COVID, but it's a powerful group. And every time that we go, it's sometimes people, you know, we've talked about it. It's kind of hard. It's Friday night, 7 o'clock. One, I used to spend all my Friday nights in very different places than church. I can promise you that. But um, 
So it's so wonderful now to be in the house of the Lord on a Friday night. It is so refreshing. It's so wonderful. But anyway, sometimes, you know, you're tired. So we get out of there by 830. We make sure that we're that people know that they're they're not going to be there all night. Um, every once in a while we go a little bit over, but, but we try to, we strive for that. And what we do is, is we, we have praise and worship. We sing a couple of songs, uh, to usher in the Holy Spirit. Then we have a short biblical message and then, and then we split into men's and women's groups and we share our difficulties, our, our victories. We confess our sins to one another and we, you know, it's totally confidential, that's never been broken. And people come for all kinds of reasons. People come for drugs, alcohol, sex addiction. They also come for relationship issues. We have couples that come that want to, you know, have a better, stronger Christian walk and therefore a better, stronger marriage. People come for depression, anxiety. So, you know, nobody's going to judge you if you come to break every chain or to our church, which meets on Sunday nights. We'll get into that more in a little bit. Um, but as we say, everyone's recovering from something. I mean, uh, I, I challenge anybody, by the way, you can email me at Pastor John, J-O-N, Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org. That's N as in Nancy, C as in Christ, C as in Christ, greaterheights.org. Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org. I've gotten a few emails from people that listen to the show with a few people that were looking for help, and and I'd be glad to help you. I'll respond uh, as quickly as I can, give you my phone number. We can talk about whatever situation. I can steer you to the right place, whether it's a rehab facility or counseling or Christian faith-based groups or whatever it is that that, – God would would put on my heart to give to you. Uh, I want to help you. And you know, the beautiful thing about faith-based recovery, it's all free. The Open Door Mission, it's free. Doesn't cost a dime. They raise their money other ways. It's it's just free. It's just people wanting to help people. So 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So again, step five, we admitted to God, to ourselves, and another Christian believer the exact nature of our wrongs. That's powerful. Do you know the enemy loves secrets? He loves it when you have a secret because that means, one, you're trying to protect it. You don't you don't want to stop, and he's going to use against you. Oh, nobody knows. It's not going to hurt. You know, one more time. You know, go ahead. Uh, you know, he's, he's the father of all lies. So there's something cathartic or healing about just confessing to people, talking to people. Another believer, iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. Uh, it's just, it's a it's a wonderful thing to be free. Oh, gosh, you know, addiction is just about bondage. It's just about him keeping you from the true relationship that Jesus Christ wants wants you to have with him. That's what it's about. So step six in secular recovery, A, again, they talk about God, so... We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. There was only one man that ever walked this earth that was perfect. We all have these defects of character. That's why I say anyone, whether they have an addiction problem or not, could benefit from these 12 steps because it's a process about deepening your Christian walk, in my view, certainly if it's done the right way. So we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. John 5, 6, as Jesus asked, do you want to be healed? Um, so step six, we change this one a fair amount. Uh, we commit ourselves to obedience to God. And when the Holy Spirit reveals an area of our lives that needs to be changed, we quickly obey 
and surrender that area to Jesus Christ. Recovery is all about surrender. Your Christian walk is all about surrender. You, you, as the Lord's Prayer says in the, in the Sermon on the Mount, thy will be done, not mine. You start trying to live for God and his will in your life. And you know what? He makes a lot better decisions than I do. <laughs> um, uh, than you do, too. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. But, but God's really good at, at what he does, and he's He's so much better at, at when, we, when we try to get in the wheelhouse of his will in our lives. Things change so much for the better. So step six, we commit ourselves to obedience to God, and when the Holy Spirit reveals an area of our lives that needs to be changed, we quickly obey and surrender that area to Jesus Christ. We're going to do one more, and then I'm going to talk about, invite you all to my church this Sunday. So step seven in secular recovery, AA, is humbly ask God to remove all our shortcomings. Okay, we we be beef this one up a little bit too. We humbly and boldly ask the Holy Spirit to deliver us from any and all strongholds and defects of character and renew our minds to the truth of God's word. That's more powerful, I think. That's more powerful, without a doubt. We want to ask the Holy Spirit to deliver us. If you want to read a great book about the Holy Spirit and deliverance, read The Cross and the Switchblade. It's incredible. That We'll save that for another another uh, show. But Romans 12, 2 is right on point here. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do you renew your mind? Through his word, through the truth and the power of his words. There is power in the name of Jesus. So we've been through steps Four, five, six, and seven today. Those are courage. That's taking a look at fearless moral inventory. Integrity. That's that that goes with uh with, with step five, which has to do with confessing our sins, having the integrity. Four and five go together. Courage and integrity. Willingness. We became willing to let God. Uh, you know, John five six. Jesus asked the paralyzed man, "Do you want to be healed?" And, you know, you've got to make that decision or whoever you know that's under the bondage of addiction has to make the decision, too. I, people, uh, you know, sometimes are so reluctant to go into rehab. And I'm like, do you want to be healed? Do you want a different life? Do you want Jesus Christ to deliver you? Because he will if you turn your will and your power over to him. And then step seven's humility. Oh, man, so important. We humbly and boldly ask the Holy Spirit to deliver us from any and all strongholds. Pride holds us back. The enemy wants you kept in pride, where you're too prideful to ask for help. You're too prideful to admit that you're struggling with something. You're too prideful to admit you're in bondage. Pride holds us back. Pride is our enemy. Humility is grace. Humility is what Jesus wants for you. Look at the example he led. He was so humble when he came on earth. He's so wonderful. Okay, listen, I want to invite you all to uh, our church. It's uh, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We meet on Sunday nights at 6. We, you know, we've got something special going on. You know, we've got we wonderful praise and worship. The Holy Spirit is just uh, just alive, and, and it's just wonderful. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, just a, a small but powerful. We know each other's names. Uh, that John thirteen thirty five that you'll know people know you're our disciple by that you love one another. Uh, it's a loving environment. I'm going to be giving an encouraging word this Sunday. It's going to be right out of the Bible. We're a Bible-based, non-denominational, spirit-filled recovery church. You say, I'm not in recovery. Well, you know, 
at least half the people there have never had an addiction problem, but they understand that Jesus came to seek and save the lost. It's Luke 19.10. The Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And they're there to help us equip people, to disciple people. We're, We're to make disciples of all nations. We're to preach the gospel to all creation. So God called us into the middle of the city in the middle of a pandemic. Not the easiest time in the world to start a church. It's at 240 West 18th Street. We meet at 6 p.m. Sunday nights in the Heights. I'd really love for to meet you. You know, you, you won't be uh, judged. I don't care what you've done in your life. You're going to be loved. We're going to embrace you. We're going to love on you. We're going to give you an encouraging word. Please join us this Sunday, 6 p.m., Sunday nights in the Heights. It's at 240 West 18th Street, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We'd love to meet you. And I hope you've enjoyed this program, and I look forward to talking with you all again on Monday, Transformative Power of Christ. Good night and amen.